Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Greetings and welcome to episode 42 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a couple of content creators a microphone and an amazing audience. I'm Jeremy, and here to help deliver in these shenanigans is my good buddy, Jesse. Jesse, how was your week? Uh, it's, it's, it's been a lovely week. You can tell by the enthusiasm in my voice that it's been a great freaking week. Jeremy, how are you doing? Good. Um, this has actually been a pretty pretty busy week. I shifted, you know, my jobs back to teaching. So this was my first week back for for teachers going back. We get several weeks before school starts to prepare, and this was mm-hmm. my first week back and it felt really good. This is the first time in a long time as a teacher that I have felt you know good about my craft. Now, that being said, with everything that's going on, you know, I'm worried, but mm-hmm. it's it's been a it's I feel like I'm prepared and, you know, the teachers around me and the you know administrators around me are really doing everything we can and exhausting every idea we can come up with to you know keep everything safe and and still functional and stuff. So it's it's been very eye opening and exhausting this week, but I've had such a good time. Like, how are you guys doing it? Cause I know like each state's doing different ways doing it. Uh, um, is- so Texas kind of leaves it up to the district in a sense. Like they give guidelines. Like, hey, here are the guidelines we have to follow. But then the districts kind of get to based upon you know, cases and numbers and stuff get to decide on how they do it. So my school, uh, mo- and most of the districts around here specifically are letting parents choose face-to-face or virtual. So, mm-hmm. um, and they're, most districts are going like a, a six by six weeks basis. So six weeks, and then at the end of six weeks, you can choose to switch back. Um, so it, it's basically kind of, what it's really doing is it's kind of thinning out the starting group. But, you know, that's still, it's still a lot of kids and, you know, it's still stuff. So, but I mean, we're, you know, we're following CDC guidelines and, and all the state guidelines and everything. So it's, it's going to be hard, but I, I, you know, I'm very positive, being very positive, especially with the kids, because, you know, the kids need, you know, believe it or not, kids are tired of playing video games, you know, and they're ready to get back, you know, how could you be tired (laughs) of playing video games? Uh, I understand. (laughs) I understand though. Like, I think like. Definitely, our younger generations are going to be a little more like. They're, they're, it's like this is a big event for them, like you know, like, of course, like, I we had nine eleven for us, you know, and that mm-hmm. kind of shocked us. But having this whole pandemic go on, and you know, hearing all the stories of people dying and stuff like that, and all these extra precautions, it's gonna, it's definitely gonna make them. Uh, bit more cautious, a bit more safe, you know? Yeah. And because they're young kids, they're going to definitely, hopefully, stick to these guidelines in the future. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, again, you can, you can, it's it's just like video games. Video games can get you to do anything that you they want you to do. You know, um, it's, it's just like anything that's ever done is as long as you model it and practice it, it becomes so routine that, you know, you just do it. 
Yeah. Um, you know, like in video games, you know, it's like playing PUBG or any BRs. Like it's, you, you know what to do. Your hands out, you know, your muscle memory knows exactly what to do. Um, but it takes practice to get there. You know, it's, it's like a sport. It's, it's, you know, it's like music. It takes practice to get there. And I think that's the thing that, you know, has, has really helped, you know, that's, that's another thing that video games helps with is, you know, repetition and practice and, you know, we'll get there with the kids. I was talking to a couple of teacher buddies of mine who are big video gamers and streamers. And, uh, you know, we were talking and I think we're at that point, you know, he started a couple weeks ago and he was so nervous going in. And then, you know, after the kids came back, he was like, man, that was, I feel so good now because the kids needed me and I needed the kids. And I think if you've been a teacher for so long, just kind of like you needing that, just that is huge. I think it's that whole step of being like, kind of normal you know and those little like baby steps we need to take mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like nothing's gonna go back to you like straight up like okay everyone just go lick popsicles together and you know lick <laughs> doorknobs no yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be more like people want some normalcy especially kids you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they want that little like reassurance i guess you want to mm-hmm. call it that you know yeah and it's kind of like us you know like we just want to come home and come back to our favorite game. Like, days want to come back to, you know, something you're just doing, like going to school. Yep. It's 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 just kind of that sense of normalcy. And, you know, but, you know, that's video games has been a huge, has been a huge, I guess, kind of savior for a lot of folks during this time, you know. Um, and it's it's been really good. And But, hey, it's it's time, you know, to get back to normal. And, you know, let's, as far as, as much as we can, you know what I mean? And yeah, to, to work just to work with each other. And I'm excited. I'm excited for this year. And well, I'm glad, dude. And, yeah. And I'm also excited for some news. We've got some kind of lots of games coming out, like kind of some news going on. So huh. let's just jump right into it. Jesse, oh, what do we got going on? Oh boy. We got some news this week. We're going to start with Nintendo Indie World, which happened this week. A list of games coming straight up to the Switch. And we all love Switch, right? Oh, here we go. We got Hades coming out. We got Hypnospace Outlaw, Spiritfarer, which looks an amazing game, FYI. Uh, we got Garden Story, Subnautica, Takashi and Hiroshi, which is kind of cute. We'll kind of talk about it a little later. Raja, the Ancient Spirit, Bear and Breakfast, A Short Hike, Card Shark, Torchlight 3, Manifold Garden, Evergate, Haven, Going Under, The Red Lantern, Unrailed, Struggling Inmost, Street Dreams Elsewhere, Grindstone, Goner 2, and Untail Goose game with co-op now. That's what the big announcement uh, was during the Indie World Showcase. Um, we got some beautiful looking games here. Um, and the one I want to talk about was Takashi and Hiroshi, which is you play as an older brother, like making games for your younger brother, but trying to make it more enjoyable for him. And you know it's going to be a sad story. You know it is. Yeah, the, the the that was one that I think stood out to a lot of folks was the was the way it was. It looks like very stop motion animation, right? Is that the, the clay one? animation? Yeah, then yeah. You go right to the game world. I I I like that. You know, that's me. Like, oh, yeah. animation. I haven't seen that in a long time. I think it really drew people in. It looks really pretty, um, and I think it's already launched, hasn't it? Uh yes, it launched later that day. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, There's there were some really was, cool things. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Like, yeah, I was like, one of those ones that I was like, oh, it's coming later today. Like, a lot of things. Uh, a few other ones that also came out the day, I think, was... Was it Hypno Outlaw? Hypno no, Space no. Outlaw? 
Yeah, it was Hitler's Space Outlaw, I think, came out that day. Yes. And it, yeah. And I'm sure... Uh, no, I think it's on pre-order. I think it comes out the 20, like, next week or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was a few that came out that day, so definitely look those games up. Haze is definitely a fun game. If you haven't played Haze yet, it's, a, it's from Supergiant, the same people that made Bastion. And it's, a, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's amazing roguelike. I love it. I love the setting. I love the the pace of the game. Don't pace the game. It's always great. Oh, they're doing cross saves. Hades will oh, feature yeah. cross saves with the PC version. Yep. Okay. Hum. Yeah. Uh, isn't Hades? Wait a minute. Hades is the one that is uh, Epic exclusive, right? Like it wasn't uh, on Steam. No, was it, it? It came to Steam a few months ago. Okay, so but it was originally an epic. Like epic had it for for yeah, a few for months. Early and then, okay, yep. I was like, yep. oh wait a minute, that's interesting. You know, that seems like an interesting partnership there. Uh, no, that's cool. I think I think that cross save is is huge, um, oh, especially is. for people because I mean people that have the switch. It's from what I most of the people I know that have a switch. It's not their only gaming platform. You it's know, not. like you know most people I know have a PC as well to game on, and so that's really cool. Um, I, I saw a few games that kind of caught my eye. Uh, Raji and Ancient Epic looked really good. That um, looked amazing. Okay? And <laughs> it I was, was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of interested because it's Indian folklore a little bit. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 And it had some parkour sort of things. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, the other one was Spiritfarer, which actually launched this week too. And, and it's on that Game one, Pass. <laughs> oh, it is on Game Pass? Yeah, it is on Game Pass. Oh. I downloaded it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I was going to buy it. Okay, so so Spiritfarer, what caught my attention was you are taking the place of the... the, It's it's Greek mythology, basically. So you're taking the place of uh, Charon, uh, which is the fairy master that harbors, you know... That river takes, Sticks, yep. Yeah, river, across the River Styx. Uh, but now you're this new person that's taken over named Stella. And basically you have to forge relationships with these folks you're taking over and and do all these things and carry them over to the afterlife. And so my, my immediate thought was, well, sad, but... Yeah, but I think this game is... I, I'm digging into it this weekend, actually. Now that I know it's on Game Pass, I'm going to probably start it after this. Um, just to know that this is a game about death. And, you know, how death is handled, I think is a really cool concept because, I mean, death, it's, it, that's a hard, that's a hard topic. That's a very hard topic. And it's very hard that to me, that's one of the topics that humans will never fathom, you know, um, anyway so that's that's a whole other discussion we have but it looks beautiful and when it first caught me was i played the trailer at the soundtrack i was like holy crap this is amazing and it was really good so that and then of course the untitled goose game two-player what the heck (laughs) i mean if i want to be annoying i can finally grab both my switch joy cons and just hawk constantly oh i am so excited to have it because now I'm gonna now I'm gonna play with my wife because my li- wife loved the concept of being just a jerk goose that runs around and just is a dick to everyone and so um, so now that she gets but I think she's pretty she's she's kind of excited about it but man just like the other day I was thinking about after this I was like man these indie games are looking more and more appealing than AAA games like I bought Littlewood um, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. which is kind of a mixture between you know um, Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley and I love that game I think it's one of the one of the most polished indie games that I've ever played um, but just to see all these huge indie games coming out especially on the Nintendo Switch which is absolutely still stunning 
um, is, is huge. And, you know, it, it's a good thing. It's a really, really good thing. And I don't know. I'm just, ex- I get excited about indie games when I see them and I, I try to play as many as I can. And the other thing too, is that a lot of them come to game pass mm-hmm. and that's really big because most people that don't really know about indie games would not get the opportunity to, to see them, you know, let alone play them. So I mean, exciting. Most of my, most of my games I play most of are indie games because I just find them to be a good experience to actually tell an interesting story versus like quickly, we must go to that building and shoot many guys on the way there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Plus, they're not as long. Like, you can accomplish things uh, with indie games. Well, most of them. Like, most of them, <laughs> yeah. you can accomplish a story that doesn't take 90 hours. You know what I mean? Most indie yeah. games that you can actually, you know, accomplish things in, in a short period of time. And, you know, sometimes it's just nice. Like, the game Florence on, you know, on mm-hmm. your on your phones, on your, you know, like iOS store, stuff like that. Florence is a game you can play like in like an hour. Well, would you say it's, that it's, it's the joy of just being a game? Yeah, it kind of is. It's kind of the joy of, well, not beating a game, but comp- to me, it's the joy of completing a story. You know, yeah. uh, it's the joy of, hey, I didn't just beat that game. I completed a really good story and I met some really good characters along the way and I really enjoyed that or I didn't enjoy that. You know, it goes both ways, but mm-hmm. yeah. Indie games are where it's at, I think. I think it's... I think more and more companies are starting to realize that, hey, we can be just as successful making these indie games. You know, like Annapurna Interactive, you know, they, to me, they're still indie level. You know, their games are, you know, great games. And I think that developers are seeing that they can make these indie games and still be just as impactful on the landscape. Know what you're 100% right on that, because... We got another story about indie game. Hey, speaking <laughs> of indie games here, we got Masters of the Fall guys, and many companies are taking notice. Media Tonic is, well, doing good with their recent success. But many companies come to them like, hey, put our logo and stuff in your game because we found it would be kind of cool. Well, Fall guys came away to, like, you know, get their interest. Starting with brands dressing Fall guys up with, like, Walmart employee as employees or Bucks of fried chicken KFC. No, Mia Tonic's not getting all freebies. They decided, hey, if y'all want to be doing this, you gotta fight each other by placing like by placing them all in a donation battle royale. Um, all this is going to Able Gamers, which is nice. Um, and I guess the winner gets like their logo or stuff into that in the game. Uh, current leader is G2 Esports, who beat out Ninja, mm-hmm. which. I love seeing this. I love seeing that, you know, they're trying to do good. Like, yeah, put up or shut up. Keep making donations. Let's go. Yeah. I think it's, I, I, <laughs> I think Media Tonic and, you know, Devolver is a publisher too. I think with this game, they have set themselves up with some really big potential here. Uh, the game mm-hmm. is, is the more I play it, mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Um, we were over at some friend's house last night, and um, the mom was telling me, yeah, you know, earlier today, my son really wanted this game called Fall Guys. Have you heard it? And I was like, have I heard of it? And I was like, Do you guys I? just need to watch your son play this game. You know, and they asked me about it. You know, they were really weren't too sure, and I told them, you know, about it. And I was like, you know what? You just got to go watch him play. So after watching their son play for a little bit, they started playing. And then it comes out that the mom is a huge fan of Mario Party. And I'm like, oh my gosh, then you would 100% love this game, you know? And um, 
so they played it and they really liked it. So now I think they're all purchasing it for each of their computers, you know, so they can yeah. all play together and, and, you know, just laugh. And I think that's the thing is they just, they were laughing the whole time, you know, especially when the little jelly beans would just fall and make those weird sounds like, Err, you know, and Err. stuff like that. Like, yeah. so they, they really thought that was funny. And, you know, like scenes like, you know, the fast spinning hammers, like if you get caught in the fast spinning hammer, it basically propels you across the screen. So, I mean, it, it was, it's just silly. And I think, you know, looking at all these mock-up skins that people are drawing and, you know, I think my favorite so far are the solid snake ones. <laughs> they just look so stupid. Um, I just want the bidet, the bidet one or the bidet. Oh, yeah. It says, uh, <laughs> after my butthole, I'm like, dude, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm, I will wear that shirt proudly to get as my butthole. I'm like, that's it's so funny. I will buy um, that. <laughs> but so Mediatonic makes the Funko um, the Funko Gears game. Really? So I'm wondering if maybe Mediatonic has, you know, but they also make Fable Fortune. So that's like two uh, Xbox sort of things there. Maybe you know, it so, might get released on Xbox, but who knows? It's only on maybe? PS4 and PC for now. I don't know. Or, or yeah, and if you have, if you're listening and you have a PlayStation Four and PlayStation, you know, online or the PlayStation um, Plus or whatever it's called, you get it for free this month. Uh, I don't know if it's still get there, it. but go get, get it. it. Like go get, now, now get it. Yeah, we're doing um, this podcast. Go get a PS Four, steal one if you have to, <laughs> and download this yes. freaking game. Yeah, for free. Anyway, so uh, I just see the skin potential. Um, I, I could see the potential of them honestly selling skins, and people will pay tons of money. Like this, there. I think they have. This is like I not as big as Fortnite. Pack. I bought yeah, a five dollar pack because I was, because I saw a burger in there and I'm like sold. Yeah, this is not Fortnite level, but man, it's it's getting up there. It's it's got some potential to really. I, I just shake think it's up. more kind of appealing to Fortnite for me. You know, it's like it's like we said last time. It's a perfect pick up and put down game where you can yeah. come back to it anytime. Yeah, you can play it for a couple hours and boom, you're done. Yeah. You know, um, I think the collector's but, edition is 30 bucks and you I get like a pirate skin and, uh, you get some, you get like a, oh, you a, get a pirate, a, a fairy corn and astronaut and more. Yep. Uh, I, I may have bought two, two copies of the game, one for myself <laughs> and with my wife. Cause my wife went to, uh, one of her friends place and she was playing it and I'm like, Oh crap. It's like, can, is focus on PC? I'm like, yes, it is, honey. It's like, Okay. Do you want a copy? Yeah. yeah, I want a copy. So we spent like the whole like time last week just playing Fall Guys and bitching about jelly beans. Yeah, I think it's cool, man. Like I'm, I, I think it's cool to see such a simple game like that come about, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm ex- I'm excited to see where it's gonna go. Well, it's gonna go places. It's gonna go places. It's nice to kind of see that it's something that isn't Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Fortnite, <laughs> oh boy, we got to talk about the multi-million, billion dollar elephant in the room here. Mm. Well, as we all know, Fortnite removed from the Apple and Android store. Uh, this started with Epic offering a cheap way to buy V-Bucks directly from Epic and not going for the Apple, Google themselves. Uh, this means that both of these companies will lose their cut. Apple then removed Fortnite based on its guidelines, saying in short, if you want to have in-game purchases, you got to go for our system. We will then follow suit. Epic then came back to say, well, Amazon and Grubhub have direct purchases. Why can't we? 
which is understandable because let's face it, Fortnite makes a buttload of money. So now Epic has filed a lawsuit against Apple and Google for antitrust violations, mostly point at Apple and a bunch of anti-competitive practices. So, so in short, uh, we know this too for as mixer partners, as for, sorry, former mixer partners, um, that when they introduced Embers, we were told that it'd be a lot more expensive on Android and on Apple because of the 30% extra cut, which we understand that. Mm -hmm. But this asks a good question here. Should video games get a free pass? Like it get onto that direct purchase line. And I was thinking about this too. Like, why aren't games on that same route? Why do they go through a third party system? Yeah, I don't you know. know. Um, I, I don't know. So you know, he came and he said, "There's a, there's a, there's a lot of things going on here. It's very hard to unpack because I don't. I'm not an expert on this stuff. You know, I just see things. So you know, what I read." you know, and research, I have to kind of think about, you know, what's going on. Mm -hmm. Number one, number one, my first thought was, well, this is Apple's platform. Like, you know, that 30% cut isn't just going into their coffers somewhere and swimming around like Scrooge McDuck. Mm -hmm. Like that 30% cut is going to pay for infrastructure. It's going to pay for transaction fees. It's going to pay, you know, for, you know, if a game has to hook to a server to download stuff. It's paying for, you know, that metal, you know, it's paying for, so that 30% isn't just like, you know, Tim Cook going, ha, you know, it's, they use that money to pay for their infrastructure. And, you uh, know, infrastructure is getting cheaper, but it's not as cheap as people think. And the amount of infrastructure you need to, to handle that amount of traffic is very vast. You know, and, and that's why I think, you know, like Amazon, like Amazon and Grubhub and things like that. I think that's potentially why they allow them that is because more transactions freely, freely flow through Amazon, making up for that 30% difference. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, it does make sense. But it's it's like, why can't a game company be on that same level? Yeah. Yeah. And I that's mean, the other part of it is, OK, well, then why can't this company, you know, be on the same level? You know, so there's there's some both sides of this, yeah. I think. I, I the the thing that kind of grosses me out here a little bit is Epic turning gamers using and, gamers as their own to, to their own devices. So use them as I, a weapon, the way of speaking, like a yes, group. yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't like the way that Epic is you is weaponizing. That's a very hard. That's a very strong word for me to say. Um, I don't like the way that uh, that Epic is Utilizing using gamers, gamers yeah. to talk up. Just knowing how things can get out of hands with gamers when you try to talk to them, and you know, not all gamers, but you know, yeah. when you when you have this mob mentality, it a lot of times is it, it gets it's, aggressive. It's not. It, gets it does. Too aggressive. Yeah, and that's what kind of Especially grosses me with gamers. out. And then this whole free Fortnite, and you know, like the whole idea of that video they made, which they had in their back pocket the whole time. So this has been oh, very. You know this has yeah. been very premeditated. Like this has been very thought out that they just didn't put together in a couple of weeks. Like this has probably been in um, a secret several month long campaign. They've been working on the background. Anyway, yeah, you, you um, didn't know that Tim Sweeney was like waiting for like the moment, like yeah, to strike that crucial moment. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. and um, so like with that being said, the video they made was number one, 
is a spoof of a video that was made in the eighties. Yep. Yeah. Of Apple, which was a, was a video that was made to show uh, the movie 19 or the book, 1984, you know, the Orwell in society, you know, where it's very controlled by the government. There's no options and stuff like that. To me, that's a different level of oppression. And for them to compare that level of government oppression to Apple, the le- yeah. this of like, oh, well, video gamers are being held hostage. No, they're not. Jeez, get over yourself. Like, that is another thing that was kind of gross to me. And the thing is, is that n- that if you didn't know what the video was actually mi- uh, mocking or you didn't take the time to look it up and take the time to think about what 1984 the book was and what Orwellian, an Orwellian, you know, that Orwellian 1984 society looks like, mm-hmm. then you, you, you are going to come off as automatically citing for Epic. Yeah, and that to me is 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 that is not good. I I feel that I feel personally that's not good. And um, but again, you know, video a lot of video gamers are very quick to react, and mm-hmm. if you don't give them the whole story, they're gonna stick with what they see. And of course, right now it looks like Epic's Epic's the you know David and Apple's the Goliath. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> they're both Goliaths. <laughs> they're both they're Goliaths both, here. They're, Let's. They're, they're both assholes. What, what are you doing <laughs> yeah. here? They're so, both dicks. <laughs> but again, that's that's so I'm kind of trying to think about all the different aspects yeah. of this. And I can see both ways, but like yeah, I said, same, the thing that same, grosses yeah. me out was was trying to use gamers for their own devices. That was kind of crappy to me. And going back but, to the whole thing was 30%. Like, we understand why, because we understand it takes time and money and cost to run a site, to run yeah, people. anything. Yeah, people. The 30% cut <laughs> is for just protection because in case they get swindled by your stuff you know yes that's the whole thing and i try to you know understand that you know they're both dicks they're both dicks i don't give a crap what you say but they're they're both dicks trying to make money you know they're both dicks trying to be you know the top dog yeah and i don't know and we, we have been seeing phones with Fortnite being sold on the internet because oh, gosh, people like don't grand. have people don't have phones. People, I, yeah. I, I, I guess Diablo Moral guy was wrong. People don't have phones. I guess. So, and that's the thing too is people don't understand. People think that that um, you know Fortnite will be removed from their phones. That's not true. Oh no! Like the only thing is that now is that they're the, they're cut off. Is no new players can download it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't you if you already have it, it from the Samsung store because they have a exclusive uh, partnership with Samsung. Oh, that's right, so, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you, can so go you have to go to the Samsung store, right? Yeah. So you have to have a Samsung phone, correct? Yep. So there you go. Well, the the other thing is too is is that if you already have the game on your device, you're, you're fine. not going to get the updates. Yeah, like you won't get the future updates, which could potentially render the game, you know, unplayable. Um, so you know. But instead of like, I don't know why. Instead of doing this, like, why, why, why do they just not go through the proper, you know, legal channels of saying, "Hey, we think thirty percent is unfair." You know, can we negotiate like Amazon does, or like Grubhub does, or any of those other companies, Best Buy or whatever? Can we I mean, negotiate? The way, I see, the way I see it, they should negotiate a new contract. You can always do that. I mean, yeah, but but just to but again to turn. To, to go to the public and say, oh, we're being oppressed. Like, eh, eh, that's, that's okay, a business Karen. deal. Okay, yeah, okay, Karen, that's a business Epic. deal. 
I don't know. It, it, but again, I don't understand it fully. So if I'm saying things talking on my butt, like, okay, no, I want to no, be corrected you, you and hit, I want to learn. Nail, you nail your head a little bit. There's also a little more like, we know that Tim Sweeney uh, had a problem with Apple because they were offering online classes, but they're yeah. going to, it was like he was saying something about a 30% tuition fee going right to Apple. Yeah. Which. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is, of course, also why they created the Epic Game Stores, you know, because yeah. Steam was taking too much of a cut. So are we fixing to see uh online store from Epic? Meh? Just for I, gaming? Like, meh? Like, uh, I could see I, that. I, it's going to be kind of hard, though, because you got to go through, you got to go through a backlog. Yeah. Which means you got to go through Apple. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to go for like either a backlog, like a weird way to install stuff. You know, like, oh, you got to download this other app from the website and hopefully it goes in your phone without causing your virus. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. Honestly, it just seems like a pissing contest point. It just seems like a giant pissing contest between yeah. two companies. I'm not saying three because Google, I mean, sorry, Android. Yeah. Um, you just kind of hopped on the bus. You don't mean go here. Um, <laughs> hey, they were real and, quick though to respond to and and drop it as well. Like they were yeah. like, okay, you know, they're no, not. Yeah. No, but let's talk about more free stuff on the Epic Game Store. I mean, why as well? Okay, guys. <laughs> yeah. Free, free until August twenty seventh on Epic Game Store. You can get Enter the Gungeon and God Trigger. I've already praised Enter the Gungeon so mm-hmm. much. I think it's an amazing roguelike. And it's from Devolver and Tent. Um, definitely one to pick up. Yeah, people love that game. Oh, yeah, that game is great. They also had a skin that in for uh, Fall Guys. Just, just saying. Wait, what? Yeah, they had a they had a, a bullet skin in Fall Guys. That mm. if you won like eight games, which good freaking luck. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of swearing at my computer. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Well, that was some good news there. Um, I don't know. You want to hop into the next segment here with the mailbag? Let's do it. Let's do it. I gotcha. So, okay, let's talk about um, every week we get a kind of a show or a show note or a letter from people, you know, asking a question, a discussion, a topic out there. Um, so this one was a really pretty good one. It's almost September and we're fixing to hit fall. You know, I wish it would get cooler outside. That's that it usually indicates I mean, fall to me. I mean, Minnesota here. I mean, we're, we got <laughs> seven degree weather versus like oh, gosh. eighty. Yeah, anyway, right? Eighty, dude. It's been over a hundred. It's ridiculous. Oh um, man, I'm just, I'm just gonna wear pants now and flannel on <laughs> while I sip my pumpkin spice because I'm basic. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let, let's talk about. It. So it's getting to be mm-hmm. fall. Uh, fall video game season is just around the corner. What? are some things you are looking forward to over the next like three or four months, like through Christmas probably, or, you know, through December. Yeah. I think that's our best thing to look at. Uh, well, for one, we've got 20 hours pro skater one and two coming out. Yes. That's going to be a big one for a lot of people. Yeah. I've been listening to that soundtrack on Spotify like every other day. It's been blaring in my house every couple of days. Yeah. Just because it's such a good soundtrack. Yeah. I think that's our, like our, our one of our first big games coming out besides Marvel Avengers. Which I want it because reasons. It's Marvel. Uh, it's Marvel. Marvel. It's Marvel, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're just trying. I'm trying to figure out what's coming out. Uh, we got the new Star Wars game, Squadrons. 
Mm-hmm. Now be October 10th, which we gotta admit, that game looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be a that, short and sweet game, which is pretty cool. Short, sweet, little bit story, a lot of multiplayer. Uh, something I know you have for is a Dark Pictures anthology, Little Hope. Yeah. That comes out on October 30th. Yeah, so the day before Halloween, it's going to be a good scary game to play. Yeah. And I didn't think about that. Ooh. Uh, okay. Yeah, there you are. There you are. Now you got something to play on Halloween that's going to be a little up there, a little up there. Spooky. And a spooky game. Uh, <laughs> uh, before, even for that, we got Watch Dogs Legions, which is, I think we said that's eh, that's eh. Might be someone's cup of tea, you know. Yeah, that's a man for me. Yeah, and then in November we got we got games. Uh, for one, we got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which you know I am, I am been waiting for this for a while. Um, yep, I'm ready to enjoy my Viking slaughter. Uh, and then we got the big one, the one that we all waiting for, Cyberpunk. 2077. Mm. That'd be on the 19th. So right before Thanksgiving. Which that's I think is games. I think that's still on prime contention to be like a part of the game award show this year, but we'll see. Um yeah, I don't know when the cutoff is. It seems like that's pretty close. Um uh, oh. when did Star Wars uh Fallen Order not is it yeah, was when that did November? Fallen Order come out? Was that it those was number? No- I think it was. Uh, well, we, yeah. we can look it up, but yeah, because that game was um, that game was not part of the. Yeah, it was November fifteenth. So yeah, they might miss this year's. Yeah, they're gonna miss the years. It was same as Valhalla, so maybe. Yeah, but it'll win so th- next year. Yeah, and then uh, I think we got some just for you, Sky, which I'm most excited about too. Dragon Quest Eleven S. Gotta say it all, man. Echoes of an Illusion <laughs> Age Definitive Edition. <laughs> I mean, y'all, Lonnie's damn like video game titles are sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, like Atelier Ryza. It's like Super Street Fighter Turbo Ultra Hyper Alpha Square Pi Omega <laughs> 3X. What about Paw Patrol Mighty Pup Save Adventure Bay? Oh, That's dude, I would play the fuck out of that <laughs> game. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what happened. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually looking forward to 13. Uh, you guys haven't heard of 13. This is a Ubisoft shooter based off a comic book, and it had Dave the Company as a voice in there, and it was kind of like, like you don't know why you're getting hunt down, and all this other stuff, and it's just it's so awesome. I I was like, oh my god, this game is great. I want to play more of this. Yeah. So that's the new release. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, f- I hate to say it, but this year's gonna be kind of a uh, shallow with the result of delays in covid oh you think so i i you know i think we got some big hitters here we got a lot of big hitters yeah but it just seems kind of um shallow yeah you know like yeah i get you yeah well it's just compared to the last couple years yeah i mean because where's our big nintendo releases in here you know but still we still haven't gotten anything from nintendo for any kind direct recently besides yeah, the any showcase we'll besides third party stuff. So in other words, we better get one next few weeks. 
Or on I just let Nintendo kind of stew and let Nintendo be Nintendo, you know? Nintendo's oh, going to Nintend. Oh, one more fig. He's like, oh, no, Nintendo, what are you doing? Yeah, they, I, they do that <laughs> every time. And, you know, we know it's coming, but we yeah. all get so excited, like, oh, one more thing. But we'll we know they're going to do next it. Time. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. We're doing this. Yeah. We forgot. Oopsies. I think there's a lot of games in there I'm looking forward to, like with you, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, that's 100% going to be a day one buy. Yes, um, yep. I, that, that game, I mean, again, that's one of the first games, you know, that I got, you know, for my PlayStation and PlayStation 2. So, yeah, yeah we're going to play that. Uh, the other one was uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. Like, that's coming out. So that might be pretty big uh, for me. Um, uh, I want to hard note that one. I uh, Really? I... I played the original. It's not that good. And, uh, do you enjoy Fable? I liked Fable a lot. I, I liked all three Fables. Like I, I burned uh, for those me. Games. It was trying to be Fable, okay. but it wasn't living up for that for me for Fable. You know? Yeah, I heard so it was you, like kind of like um, Dragon Age Two a little bit. It's like you put Dragon Age and Fable together, mm, but not okay. the right parts. Gotcha. Cool, I understand, yeah. But, you know, I say, I say get it if you want to, re-reckoning. I might pick it up again to get a different opinion because I've been doing that a lot where I've been picking up games that I have a sour opinion about. Mm-hmm. And kind of like, well, I played that maybe like when that game was released first time 10 years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, that was on 360, uh, at least 10, 12 years ago. So, yeah. And I was like, okay, that was all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh but Spelunky 2, I think that's gonna be a good roguelike for people that love roguelikes. Uh yeah. <clears throat> people love that game. Um I, I also saw what else did I see in here? In 2K20 Battlegrounds WWE, <laughs> baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Squadrons looks pretty good to me. Oh, uh Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4, which is still on track for October. I I think that game might get delayed. Um, but Tra- uh, Trails of Cold Steel, this is supposed to be the fourth and final one of this little it's supposed to wrap up this little story arc so mm-hmm. um lots of people love that one i haven't played any of i've played some of the trails in the sky which i love i'm looking to get into cold steel but literally cold steel you could take a year to play all four of them like it's those those games are pretty long um yeah oh, dirt so five dirt five's coming out too oh man oh uh, yeah dirt five I, I, I love me dirt three and i hopefully that's when it says like oh it's gonna be just like dirt three i'm like freaking slam my money down fuck buy me five copies Let's go. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a couple of other, let's see, you know, I'm excited about all the Stadia releases. Um, <laughs> Are that, you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, how dare you? Uh, how dare you, like, work my heart up here? There's another game that's coming out by Xseed Games on, uh, for right now, it's November 10th, called A Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. So it's supposed to be kind of an RPG. I, I'm pretty sure it's about a goddess that gets sitting down to, like, Earth or whatever, well, and she has to cute. help. Yeah, yeah. It it looks the art looks great. It's by Xseed, so I mean they they do some really good things. Um, well, you know, it, X gonna give it to you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. So look at the trailer for for Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, and it looks it's it's it looks really good. And then of course Cyberpunk, and then of course you know the rumor now is that somebody has found a sliver of something the other day about a game that says it's going to be released for PlayStation 5 
and it was like November 17th or something like that. So now they're thinking PS5 is going to be released November 10th, mm-hmm. you know, so, and then Xbox rumors, like either the 10th or the 17th or somewhere around there. Um, so I'm, I, I just wish they would just freaking just tell us, Hey, uh, oh, they guess won't. what? You know, They're, they are playing a game, a giant game of like chicken right now, you know? Yeah. And I think, I also think that they're, they're kind of seeing that their, their lineup might not be all that great to start with. So, you know, well, I don't know. Well, especially with Halo Infinite being delayed. Yeah. Um, there are still some good games coming out for the, for those. So I don't, I, I, I really wish people not hope people not to get deterred just because Halo's not coming out does not mean it's not ready. Like there's, there's still going to be some good stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I'm pretty excited for the fall. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, it, like you said, it's kind of shallow with games, but I think I there's think a lot the of games like, that you hype. have are good, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're looking forward to for the fall. Um, I know we've been playing a lot of games this week. What? Let, let's take a look at what games have been tickling our funny bits in a segment we call "What's Tickling Your Funny Bits." Jesse, what's tickling your funny bits this week? Wow, what a segue. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I've been playing a lot of Game Pass games. I was like, you know what? I'm kind of curious to see what they got in here. And I, tried to, I tried a bunch of different games. That was a little too much for me to talk about. Uh, I tried out Darksuckers Genesis, which dropped recently. And it's okay. It's, so, it's very okay. It's, it's very meh. Uh, I tried out Trail Makers. And, you know, that's... It's decent. Uh, I tried a tourist, which six hours of straight gameplay, hundred percent it, all achievements, and I was like, oh, yeah, "It's there, it's, it's there, it's there." But then I tried out Battletoads, which is one of the games I was super excited about when I saw it during the Xbox uh, showing, and it killed my hype. When I played it. It was so bland and boring and I just like because I love beam ups I love beam ups I I live for them I die for them I would be like okay that's a new beam up let me see it and of course Battletoads because you know it's from like 1994 everyone loves that stuff yeah and I guess I guess I came in with a different kind of mindset where I was like it's gonna be like a straight up bat, like beat em up and I was like this is pretty slow and boring and overcomplicated. So I was disappointed. And then I mm. went back to No Man's Skies because I was watching a friend of mine and they were enjoying it. And I was like, man, I should really get in that game. And I decided at this time, I was going to take my time. I'm building base up really good. Kind of spoil my whole planet, drive around, see what they got. And I think that was my right approach. So now I'm just like kind of driving around, finding all the little stuff I can find my base really good and was having fun with it but jeremy what have you been playing what's been tickling your funny bits so so like i said started school this week so it's been it's kept me really busy but um i haven't i actually haven't streamed at all this week um but in the, in the time that i have got to kind of lay down and just kind of hang out um fallout or fallout oh my gosh i said that the last time too final <laughs> fantasy 6 uh oh fine maybe i just need to play some fallout and just get it out of my system uh, final oh, yeah. fantasy 6 uh, I'm almost done with, I'm down to like uh, probably the last, probably three or four hours of the game. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of savoring that game. I'm almost done with it. It's been an epic journey. I think I'm about 38, 40 hours into it. Um, it's been such an epic journey. That game is so freaking good. Um, I'm trying to savor it as I go along. So I'm trying not to rush through it like a lot of people have. Um, 
just because of those games, a lot of times I don't have time to go back and play them a second, third, fourth time. Um, so I want to savor the story and kind of really dive in. So I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy VI. I'm almost done with it. Uh, I'm going to start Spirit Fair after this podcast, pretty much. Um, and then Fall Guys. We've been playing a little bit of Fall Guys. It, it's nice on PlayStation, um, PC. My son loves it, so I've been playing it on both with my son. Um, just having a good time with that. Um, so yeah, no, there's that's really it. I haven't been playing a lot. Oh, but man. I do know there's some new releases coming out. What do we got going on there? Oh, boy. We got a butt-ton of releases here for the week of Octo- August. It's October there. I'm in the head. October 24. So get ready. We got the senders for PS4 on a August. Damn it. August 25th. Insurgency Sandstorm for PS4 and Xbox One on August 25th. No Straight Roads on PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC on August 25th. Street Power Soccer for PS4 Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Vader Immortal for PSVR on August 25th. Best Friend Forever uh, for Switch and PC on August 27th. Control, a WE DLC for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on August 27th. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition for PS4, Switch on August 27th. Hypnospace Outlaw, see there it is, for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on August 27th. Stiltland on PC, iOS, and Android on 27th. Certain Simulator 2 on PC on 27th. Tell me why ain't nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted there. Uh, for Xbox One and PC on 27th. Tour de France 2020 on PC on 27th. Captain Toshima's Rise of New Champions for PS4, Switch, and PC August 28th. Jump Force for Switch on August 28th. Madden NFL 21 on PS4, Xbox One, P- Stadia, and PC. Like Stadia release on 28th. Nexion Extinction for P- PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on 28th. Project Cars 3 on PS4, Xbox One, PC on August 28th. Shing for PS4, Switch, and PC on 28th. Wasteland 3 on PS4, Xbox One, PC on 28th, and Windbound for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on 28th. Oh my god, we got releases. Okay. So, I think the game of that week is gonna be Tell Me Why. Because I can't stop thinking of Backstreet Boys, and I know <laughs> it's gonna, you know, we, we know it's one of those great, amazing story-based games. And yeah. I think that's going to be... Sorry, the mic there. Uh, it's going to be one of those... One of those amazing games that people will enjoy and have a great time playing through. Yeah, I think on there, the only one that may get my attention a little bit is the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, but um, I'm not like... I'm not like... I don't need it in my life right now, you know? But I, yeah, there's... I played, there's... I played on a GameCube and you need like four players with Game Boy Advances and connector cables to play it properly. Mm. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, apparently they're adding a bunch of stuff to it. So um, I think I mean, people are hyped about Wasteland 3, too. Yeah, that's going to be pretty hype. And oh, boy, let's. I think that's going to be our big releases. We already know about Insurgency that came out of PC a long time ago, and that's a super hyper realistic kind of like shooter mm-hmm. where it's like, you got to make sure your person is actually down because you don't know they're still alive. Gotcha. Uh, best Friend Forever is. A dating sim, but you also have a dog with you. So it's kind of like you pick up chicks or guys with a dog. 
What? It's like, hey, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, like, you know, go to a dog park. It's like, hey, I like your dog. I like your dog, too. Oh, my gosh. So it's a dating sim? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, the Tell Me Why is that Don't Nod game that yep. they showed off uh, several months ago. Yeah. So that one might be pretty big, too. I don't know. I mean, we know. It I've got too much on my plate. Yeah, I've just got so much on my plate that nothing is going to stand out 100% right now. So, I mean, I don't know. Did, didn't you want to get Captain Tosipa? Nah, I'm good. Did, didn't you want to get the Shocker anime game? <laughs> oh, yeah, that is the soccer. I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. It's from Bandai. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> You're good? You're good? Uh, I'm okay, good on well, all those. This is why I got fired from GameStop, guys. Enjoy. <laughs> So yeah, so friends, that kind of that kind of does it for us on this podcast. Um, Jesse, where can the good folks find you across the internet? You can come find me at twitch.tv slash tag underscore burger when I'm streaming like regularly. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Tapper where I'm posting there regularly. Jeremy, where can we find you at? Well, when I when I do stream, when I'm not busy, um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Mr. Skyroby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. Uh, you can also find my content on Twitter and YouTube at Mr. Skyroby. It's pretty much all I really do with the time I'm given now. So, yeah. Um, and that is our time for this week, folks. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our own unique perspective into the video game world with random musings and discussions. Until next time, enjoy playing your games. Enjoy playing your games.